It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. I'll start with this. Men who wear large logos on their shirts are seen as more promiscuous, study finds. Look around the room and nobody's wearing a big logo today. Don't do it. Well, Ray is. Well, sort of. Ray has his own line of clothing now. He's promoting. And he wears it every day. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. I mean, I'm here for it. Um, A U.S. psychologist set out to see if blingy clothes serves the same role in humans. They evaluated a guy. Apparently, luxury displays are seen more as an indicator to let's get it. You see somebody really flexing Hmm. their logo, what they're wearing, what they have. They're doing that to actually attract. It's like the peacock. Mm. The guy Peacock putting out the feathers. Oh. Remember when Polo had the little guy on the horse, but then it ended up being like a huge guy on a horse? Mm. That was weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I was like, I'm not wearing that ever. Well, yes. I the, the whole horse thing was big. I never wore Polo, really. When it was big, I couldn't afford it. And then when I could afford it, it wasn't really the style I, I wanted to wear. I think that's when the logo got big. It got big. <laughs> The study was that men who wear extremely big logos to show off what they wear are also showing it off for a reason. Take it as you may. I read the story. There you go. Eddie does have a logo on his shirt, though. I do. It's a very small one. It says uh, the North Face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't even realize that. It's so small, though, right? My mom got me this. (laughs) I don't buy my clothes. Like, uh, my mom buys my clothes. My wife buys my clothes. You gift me your clothes. I don't ever go to the store and pick out clothes. Never, never order them online? Never. Yesterday, I posted the jacket that I wore on American Idol because everybody kept asking, kept asking me about it. Where did you get that jacket? It was like the red, white, and blue one. The colorful one? Yeah, so I posted it. On, I got it from Zara, and I just posted the link. And I was like, hey, I've been asking about my clothes. And so, <laughs> did you like to know it? I wanted uh, to, t- to tag it so you get you one of these. In case. Swipe up. So I did. I put a swipe up for a jacket I wore. I don't have a deal with them. I, have no, I was making no money. But people were asking. Yes. I wonder yeah. how many swipes that thing got. Can you see that? You yeah, see how of course. Many you didn't know that? Do you ever Mm-mm. do swipe ups? Mm-mm. I, I do swipe ups, yeah, but I didn't know you, you could track those. Oh, you don't look at what is it called? Insights? The total amount of swipe ups. It doesn't mean they bought one, obviously. About 10,000 people swiped up Dang. to see what was up with the. Listen, a lot of them just could have been curious. Um, yeah, there you go. Looking at it now, it is a nice jacket. <laughs> but I, I really can't wear it again on TV again. Yeah, that kind of happens, huh? When you wear it once on TV, I can wear it again yeah. in real life, but I can't wear it on TV again. But it wasn't a, a some of that stuff they send me for TV is crazy expensive. And then I'm like, no, it didn't even look that good. You can get you an affliction shirt, Eddie. Big affliction logo. <laughs> I'm looking right now, thirty four bucks. Uh, let's do this. Mm, I got a bunch of stuff for today because we didn't do a post show yesterday. Raymundo has an update on his wife's surrogacy journey. Yep. What is the latest? So uh, we're going to go through my sister. Well, my sister's now starting a family, she already did, and a house up in Michigan. So I really don't think she's going to be able to move to Nashville. She's going to have a home up there. So we are going to be looking for a surrogate. Not right now, though. My wife wants to be cancer-free for five years, so that is in two years. Then we will be looking for a surrogate. So start the countdown two years and be having kids. Right now, just have 23 eggs. Are you looking... To have a surrogate volunteer, or are you going to find one that you can pay? Love a volunteer, but oh. <laughs> what I have... Well, ha- I mean like another family member. Correct. I don't know if there's another family member, but they do charge, and it's a decent amount of money, but they take it like totally professional. You know they're not going to drink. Uh, they're very responsible. They have good genes and all that. 
if it matters, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so we'll probably have to pay some money. They, everybody says they'll do it for free until push comes to shove, and they have to carry your kid for nine months. What's that cost? Thousands, a couple thousand. Oh, I think way more than oh, that. Oh, no, I've thousand. heard it could be no like... No way. A, it's got to be at yeah. least 20000 <laughs> At least. Or, or I think it range. I think there's a range of maybe 25000 to to 100000 I'd worry if you found one for two grand. <laughs> yeah, that was... That, <laughs> whoa. I mean, yeah. Typically, they're between thirty and 40000 Oh, okay. But a couple grand. <laughs> Are you... Are you guys willing? Are you saving to pay that? Would you take out a loan for that? Oh, uh, that would definitely be a loan. I, I don't know. I mean, we're saving for a house and stuff like that. So financially yeah, know, speaking, gosh. loan city. You said a couple so thousand. Did you even look at how much they cost? I had some lady reach out to me from California. And she's like, I'd love to do it for you guys. Um, and I said, well, what, what would it be to pay you? And she's like, I would never charge you outrageous amounts in the thousands. Yeah. So I assumed oh. couple. I didn't assume 20. But how do you know her? I don't. It's a listener, listener of the show, and she lives in Cali. But I mean, it says Cali is even higher. But she's not. <laughs> I would assume that these these people that are surrogating babies, whatever the term is, are a bit contractually obligated to live a certain lifestyle. That's what you're paying for. Well, yes. I mean, I think that yes, there's stipulations for sure, and then maybe there's their their quote unquote salary, but then also they have living expenses and doctors like bills that need to be paid. And and does she move here like, or does she just hold your baby in California? I would imagine she would move here. And then, I, I mean, there's no way that yeah, because happen. then the more do you we're talking to, about it, this seems very expensive, but that's really the only route we can go. Really? And you have to pay for legal services to make sure the contract mm-hmm. I'm reading about it. It's going to be a $50,000 ordeal, yeah. but maybe a good one. Yeah. To have a kid. I mean, you had to buy their maternity clothes. We've also talked about adopting as well. Um, when we were on our honeymoon, I was playing catch with this little kid down there, and my wife goes, what if we adopted? You were great with that Oof. kid. I thought you were going to say, what if we took him? No. <laughs> so they thought about just taking <laughs> But, I mean, that can run you the same. Like, adoption is not, is, is, not is an expense as well, like, big time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, either way. That, good luck with that. Uh, I, I had listeners back when I was trying to get pregnant offer up surrogacy for free. But again, I don't think they're really going to go through with doing it for free for what you need. You need them to move here. You need them to be around you. You need them to not smoke or drink. You need them to do what a hired professional surrogate does. I need them to not like, be stressed out. You can pass your stress along to the baby. You need to massage them <laughs> like that Japanese meat. Excuse like me? Wagyu. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Does anybody on the show want to volunteer? Like Morgan number two, Hillary, yeah. anything like that? That's one. I'm good. Abby, for how much though? What would you? What's what's the? I mean, yeah, I'm saying, guys. I, I mean, for fifty thousand, my mom, my my wife is up for it. Ted DiBiase <laughs> said, "Everybody's got a if price." Lunchbox's wife ends up carrying Ray's baby. <laughs> I did get on a, a cameo last night and see how much Ted DiBiase cost. Do you guys know Million Dollar Man? Who is Ted that? DiBiase, yeah. I, the wrestler. Yeah, I was looking at a lot of people. Ryan Sandberg's on there for like two hundred ninety nine dollars. Cubs really? second baseman who reached out to me and said I could go to Cubs game with him. I'll tell you guys that. No, I don't. No, think so. you said that you DM with him. He said, "Hey, you should c- he said, come up. We'll go to a game together." Get out. What yeah. does he do again? He's second baseman for the Cubs, number twenty three. Like, this is childhood like, stuff, Amy. Like, like, like still, or he's older. No, no, no he's older. older. He's probably sixty now. Oh, that's cool. It's amazing. It's amazing if you know who he is, or yeah, it's all relative. Like I, I you know, know that that's Cubs fan. special for you for sure. I told Kaylin, I was like. Ryan Sandberg just invited me to go to a baseball game with him in Chicago. She's like, that's cool. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. But when you were a kid, I mean, your 13-year-old self would freak out yeah, if you knew that was coming. Yeah, that's the most famous to me right now are people when I was a kid that were yeah, famous. Exactly. 
So like, like when Garth walks in this room, I'm always like, oh my gosh, my 12 year old mm-hmm. self would freak. Yeah. So Ted DiBiase is 100 bucks. He's a re- he used to be a wrestler back in the day. Ray, are you guys caught up on cameos? About 10 behind. Um, wife had some doctor's appointments, so her head was there, and she said she'll be good to go on Friday. We'll be knocking them out again. You raised your price again? Uh, $31, <laughs> I believe. He went 31. to 31. <laughs> oh, good All job. Right. That one will add up, dude. <laughs> it will. I just looked at his page, and it said $31. <laughs> it's thirty-one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Did that one star or zero star ever fix their review of you? No, I need to look into that. I thought you messaged him. I did, but this stuff takes time. And um, oh, there's a three star. Hope rolled that three star. Who? Yeah, what they say? I wanted to show. What'd say? <clears throat> oh, it was. I mean, he's got a zero star one too, where apparently he said the wrong person's name. All right. Oh, Ray, you can't do that. Well, I was trying to show off to my wife that I'm great at reading the teleprompter. It's actually a little bit more difficult than you think it is. You guys you got, have a teleprompter? You have a well, it's on the screen, so you, it's, you almost read the cameo like a teleprompter. And so I was like, I can do this. We do this all the time. Grip and rip, baby. And then I screw it up. But <laughs> now I realize you memorize the name beforehand, so it acts like you're talking to the person. You're not reading the whole thing. Yeah. So. Um, let me read his review again. Go ahead and pull that. X that little screen right there. Uh, Ray and Bay living on the west side of Nashville. Ray is the critically acclaimed. Ray's on the critically acclaimed Bobby Bone Show. We just had a fairy tale wedding. We have a cat named Pablo that likes to join in on the videos. His review now is at a four point nine. So, yeah! it, so it's it's up there a bit. Congratulations. That, yeah, I mean, what's the highest five? Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, ever get an Uber driver that's like a four point two? I don't look. I don't check ever. I don't even look. I got a couple bad ones. Well, I'm like, and, and did you realize quickly why they were no, bad? No, they were just fine. Yeah. I feel like it's drunk people or somebody being mean because something they couldn't control. Like, that's what I usually think. Hey, can we hear a Ray one? Mike, is that place with, we have a board for that? No, we can't hear that. For some reason, he's holding up a drink. Like a truly. Are you holding up a truly with a bag in your hand? Uh, that one might have been the person said they wanted to see me shotgun a seltzer, I think. And you're holding up a bag of birthday cake popcorn? Uh, yeah, uh, for the celebration, yeah, of their birthday. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, you can get Ray, a Ray and Bay cameo. $31 if you want to check that out. Um, I do have a couple other things here. Speaking of Raymundo, let me go and hit this one. An update if a country artist wrote a song about him. Were you here for this segment? No. Did uh, a country singer write a song about him? Mm-hmm. Sam Hunt? No, oh, no. That, that wasn't a stalker song. <laughs> Allie Colleen. Oh, yeah. Who's a country singer who's also Garth's daughter, wrote a song called Playing House about, mm-hmm. about being together six years and are we just playing house? Oh, wow. And Ray was like, is that about me? Can we play a clip of that song? Yeah, we're glasses corrupt and leaking sand up on now I'd have a ring on my hand Six years right down the drain We're still doing the same damn thing Did you hit her up and say, is that about us? Yeah, we, uh, we chatted with her. And? We, uh, we inspired the song. She did not say it was specifically about us, but our dating for six years, playing house, if you will, before we married, uh, is what started the writing of this song. I mean, she's using exact details. Yeah, she can. You can do whatever she wants. But I was like, but I mean, it t- sounds t- like more than inspired. It sounds like that's a, it's about you guys. Except I think that, for that's a way, to say you're inspired by anything. You can get away with a lot. Maybe she just doesn't want us to. Hey, I'm bashing on you guys' relationship when you used to date, not even like really totally be married and stuff. I was bashing on it in this song. But so the song, it sounds like things didn't end well, and Ray ended up marrying his... Oh, the song, it didn't end well? Yeah, I believe this, they just decide that it's over, She I said think. it's oh. down the drain. <laughs> yeah. that, would, that would be over. Yeah. yeah, that's true, that's true. I have another thing here I wanted to mention. Uh, Lunchbox wants to spill the tea on somebody on the show. Of course he does. 
Oh, wait, wait. Can we guess? Is it Eddie? I mean, why, well, why well, not? Well, hit that button, Raymundo, if you have it. Let's spill the tea. It's your uh, your stage, Lunchbox. Yeah, so I want to spill the tea on Scuba Steve. Ooh. I mean, we are going to rename him Steve the Purse Holder because he got a call from his wife. He's in there working, and his wife's like, hey, I'm at the mall, and I need you to come carry my bags. And Scuba runs out of the building. He's like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. And he picks up his stuff all in a hurry to go carry bags at the mall. So he is no longer Scuba Steve. He's Steve the bag holder. How embarrassing. Is it purse holder? I, there's no way this is the story. No, no, not well, purse. Bag. Also, good. Okay, well, He's I good. That's a good husband. No, no, no. He left work early. He wasn't he even. But I'm here it. every freaking day till yeah, 5, 6 him. p.m. while you're at home hanging with the kids, eating get dinner, him. enjoying oh, life. Hey. I'm still here. So I take one day to do something nice for my wife hey. and hold the no, bags no, no. for her while she was on four months from maternity leave and went back to work and was feeling nice. a little bit about herself and wanted to buy something nice for herself. Nice. So I carried the bags for her as a good husband and soulmate should do. But what does it mean leaving work early? What time did you get that text? <laughs> I left at 12.30. Are you kidding me? That is early for Which is early No, but that's not early for, By our terms. Uh, yeah, he yeah. can leave anytime after 10.01 if he has no, to. No, he I'll can wait, leave well, anytime he wants, guys. It's the fact that he was doing work and she said, hey, I need my bags held. He's like, I'll be right there. Good. I want to yeah. know what Lunchbox was doing so late at work. Yeah. Well, Eddie, see, you know, I know you don't think I work, but I do work. So, <laughs> you know. But so this is what I'm going to say. This is what I've learned. Yeah. And you, know, you guys know this more than I do, and I'm just now starting to learn it now. I have posted a video on Instagram or a picture, and it was Caitlin and I together, and Someone's like, you you are everything you used to make fun of. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was stupid then. Mm-hmm. So whenever things are happier at home, everything goes better for me, just in general. So if your wife, if your number one needs anything and you can do it, do it. Yeah, and she sacrificed her whole career to come here for me to move to Nashville. She left the job that she had and loved, so if she has something that, ne- that she needs, I'll do what she needs. And in this scenario, she I had to hold her bags, so so what? And we got to enjoy some time together. How did he see that text or email? Because uh, I was like, I had, a, I was in a mad rush. I was like, hey, my wife needs me. I got to go. And he's like, what are you, where are you going? You got stuff to do. And I'm like, who are you? You're not my boss. And I said, is everything you okay? You asked him, who are you? You got stuff to wow. do. Well, he said, my wife needs me. I said, is everything okay? He goes, yeah, he, she needs me to hold her bags at the mall. I was like, wow, dude. Like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Steve the bag holder. No longer that Scuba Steve. That name is not going to pick up. No, Scuba well. Steve because it, uh, the alliteration. Scuba Steve, right? Yeah, the bag holder. It doesn't even go together. Well, you're the one holding the bags, man, not me. Okay. okay. And you think he's blank. Whipped. Okay. And, okay. and yeah. you are? I run the relationship. Trust me. My wife called me and said, hey, I'm at the mall. I need you to carry my bags. I'd be like, get a shopping cart. But also, ugh. or I'd be like, you're buying too much crap. Okay. <sighs> okay. Never mind. I mean, it's not. It's you're, like every, everyone with... that's on Team Scuba say aye. Aye. Everybody that's on Team Lunchbox. Aye. 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 Hold on, Nico Jackson <laughs> checked in. Aye. You know, I'm on Lunchbox's side. I wouldn't go to the mall with my wife. Nico, you're not married. Uh, well, I used to be. Really? What happened? Oh, uh, yeah, she passed away. So. Wait, wait. wait, you went and passed away? Why did you really? go? So we're doing a comedy bit and you went dark. Because he's trying to get sympathy or empathy. Uh, yes. One uh, of the two. Whatever they are, I didn't know which one you want me to do. Okay. 
She left me because I wouldn't hold her bags at the mall. Okay, see, okay, now so we're talking. Better. That was better she than died. she died. Yeah, she and left she, me. She, she found that's some guy, why she left She found some oh, guy no. named Steve the Bag Holder. Okay. <laughs> see, <laughs> that was funny. That's good improv. Yes. You killed the bit with... There you go, lunch. She passed away unexpectedly in her sleep. <laughs> what the? Well, I don't want to keep going. Yeah. All right. I'm happy for that Steve the Bag Holder guy, though. That's spilled the tea. Ray, would you hit that button so we can end this part of this conversation? <laughs> That was Let's Spill the Tea. Uh, check out the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson because if you're learning about the Enneagram, she talks to an Enneagram expert on how you can use it to actually better yourself and know your relationship. I like, listen, I don't live by it. I like the Enneagram because I've learned about Caitlin. She's a two. I'm an eight. And it's pretty accurate about my characteristic traits because I have to answer a lot of questions when they assign it to you. It's also it's like the love languages, but better. Because I think the love languages are, are important, like knowing what someone needs to get to feel love and what they give to feel love. And you can actually learn how to treat the person how they would like to be treated. She knows my love language is gifts, giving and getting. Because, and i just doing a little therapy on myself here, because I never got gifts, ever. We were poor. There were no gifts, and if they were, they were crappy. And so when someone gets me a gift, I'm like, Oh my God, this is this is amazing! Like that's my love language. When when I'm like, man, somebody really cares about it. They spent the time and they got me an, a really cool gift. That's the reason I like to give gifts for that same life, somewhat trauma. But that is why I'm shaped the way that I am. When she cooks for me, I'm like, you this is the craziest thing. I can't believe it. nobody ever cooked for me my whole life. So she'll cook a meal, and I'm just like beside myself, like, this is the greatest thing you could ever do. Because that never happened. My mom didn't do that. I didn't have a dad for most of my life. So when she does that, but, you know, to be able to learn that. But anyway, check out the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson because you can hear about the Enneagram. I'm an eight. Other eights are dictators and crazy people. Oh. <laughs> Basically. Uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a good podcast, and I hope you guys go in. And check it out. Your sister, you thought she was having a heart attack? What happened last night? No, I didn't. She did. Yeah, your sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. So my sister, yes, she um, woke her husband up at 1 a.m. And it was like, I, I'm having a heart attack. We need to go to the hospital. And she's. I know she's been had stress ever since my dad passed away. And there's a lot ha- going on. And she doesn't, she's from the outside. You'd always think she's got it all together. I think she internalizes a lot. And so it's, it's manifesting and she, he's like, okay, well, let's put clothes on. Let's get ready. I'll take you to the ER. She's like, no, no, there's no time for that. So she went, they went pajamas straight to the hospital that, and my sister's the least dramatic person you've ever met. So that's how I know it was for sure serious. And she felt like it was very real. And she walked in, she said she was sweating and shaking. She felt numb, her heart, like everything felt totally off. And she said, I'm having a heart attack. I need you to run tests. So they did all the tests, EKGs, blah, blah, blah. She she wasn't having a heart attack. She's having like an anxiety panic attack. And so the minute they, and then she refused to believe that that was the case. And they're like, well, just so heads up, we've got a drip in your arm right now. And I guess whatever was dripping in was like a anxiety med. And they're like, you feel better right now, don't you? She's like, yeah, I do. And they're like, yes, because you were having an anxiety attack. So anyway, just a, it's scary. I've never had a real situation where I've been, I can't imagine her being that scared to where, yeah, she didn't even want to put clothes on. She just wanted to get there. So luckily she's going to be okay. You ever had a panic attack period? I have had, well, after my mom died, I know I had like a, 
an anxiety. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's like a real difference, but I did. I, it paralyzed me in a sense, and I was in a state that I had never been in or felt before, and felt completely out of control and was freaking out. So yes, I have had some of that, but it's been circumstantial. I know some people live with anxiety every day, but mine is conditional based on life events that have traumatized me. What about you? Uh, yeah, I've had a, a, a mild one. I was doing, the first time I did a triathlon, I'd never trained in open water. I trained in a pool where you could see the black line. And so we're like, all right, go. And people start swimming over the top of me. And mm. I, I couldn't see the ground. I was under the water. I came up. I was like, I can't. My heart was coming out of my ears. I couldn't, like, centralize my vision. And I was just reckless and wild out of the water. And I was like, all right, if you keep flailing about, you're going to drown. And... I was like, I can't do this. I can't finish this race because I'm, I'm out. And I just laid on my back for probably five minutes and kept sw- swimming that direction and oddly calmed myself. But I've never been that out of control before, just in my thoughts, in my. But I did. I finished the race, um, and I won. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> After your five-minute back backstroke, I beat everybody. I still Came ahead. back and got them. Disney Plus has a story coming out next month. It's great. We did the whole project, but mine was a mild one, but it was still crazy because mm-hmm. I was. Like, I've only ever had a, had a couple of really those physical things. I had a concussion one time. It was a mild concussion. When I played football in high school, I took a knee to the head, and I saw three of everything. It was unbelievable. Hmm. You only ever hear people talk about it. I remember looking at the yard marker after I got hit knee to the head and seeing three orange yard markers. Ugh. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I had to have people help me off the field, walk, walk off. And then we never diagnosed it. Heck, I went to sleep. I didn't want to say anything. You have a concussion. You have to keep going. I, would, I, didn't, I didn't play enough to be Peyton Manning, have to get out there. It was a you know decent wide receiver, but I didn't play defense for a reason uh, as, as wimpy. But I remember for days not being able to shake that, and things when, and then the doctors found like, yeah, you had, a, you had a mild concussion. Like nothing you can do about it now. But I just remember seeing it and going, wow, something crazy is happening with my body that I've never had happen before. I just kept seeing things move around. Um, all right, I think that's good. Anything you want to say, Ray, before we go? Anything on your mind? I mean, I got to pimp some stuff at the very beginning. That was awesome. Talk about the circusy journey. That was epic. All right. I ask because Ray's about promoting himself now. He wears his own his, his own <laughs> yeah, merch. Yeah, what is line this merch? I don't know. I asked him off the air this morning. I was like, "Hey, you wearing your own merch again?" I asked where I could buy it, how I could support him. I, I'll wear a Sizen hat. Love it. Yeah, two weeks I think is what they're telling me. And what is your financial deal? Because I don't want to be promoting some company that's making eighty percent of money off of you. No, no, no. They're not. I'm in with them as well. So any time my stuff sells, I get a good amount of it. But the company is called Great One, and it's to inspire kids to become great is the big picture thing. And so they pick people in cities across America that they think are great, and I'll inspire kids to be great. I and love they, that. And they, all, pick, they picked you. Yeah, they just nice. put on a sweatshirt, and a kid can become great Did at school. Did they see you playing catch with the kid out in the island and go, I wear an Aruba. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's a guy that can inspire some kids. They need to find that video and use it to promote. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Maybe do like a, a Nike commercial. <laughs> That's cool. Let us know because I will wear. I will wear your stuff. Thank you. I'm your biggest fan. I am Stan. All right. Thank you. Enjoy today's. Oh yeah. I guess you probably. We're not doing the same podcast again. I do have some ideas though. What about? Well, we're not putting this on the front of the show anymore. Oh yeah, it's the post show for real by itself. But I do have some ideas of how we're going to start to slowly change up a little bit. Where you're just not hearing us keep going on and on that day. Because I know listeners sometimes get annoyed. I just want to hear the one clip. Don't play two clips. In my mind, I'm I'm working on some stuff. To give them more of an experience here on this podcast feed than just more of us.
Got it. Okay, yeah, I'm curious though. When do we get to learn more about what you're Mike and I already started talking about it a little bit. We'll let you guys know when we get out of the spitball stage. We're just kind of throwing some ideas up against the wall. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Bye bye.